My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. For the next couple of shows, I would like to speak to you a little bit about the topic of forgiveness. And when one thinks of divine mercy and living this message, the need for trust in God and being merciful to others comes to mind. However, forgiveness is also at the heart of the divine mercy message. Forgiveness is an act of mercy towards others and oneself and is often a condition for physical healing, but especially a condition for spiritual progress. Just as God forgives our sins, we are to forgive others of transgressions. We read in Mark chapter 11, And whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Now, the need for forgiveness is even more apparent in a society with so many ills. One does not have to look far to see people suffering from the ravages of divorce, violence, addictions, pornography, and more. However, many of us believe that we have forgiven if we don't speak negatively of someone, even though deep down we harbor much suppressed anger. This anger comes to surface in a variety of ways and affects our relationship with others, even those we love the most. What good does it do to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet at 3 o'clock and then yell and scream at a spouse in front of the children at 4 o'clock? Think about how many times we pray the Our Father and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. We are living in a time of great mercy, and yet the outpouring of God's mercy cannot be received as long as we have not forgiven those who have offended us. How can we love the God we cannot see if we cannot love the brother or sister we can see? The Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2840, tells us that in refusing to forgive our brothers and sisters, our hearts are closed, and the hardness of our hearts makes us impervious to the Father's merciful love. But in confessing our sins, our hearts are open to His grace. I want to share with you a personal story of how lack of forgiveness is rampant in families. Some time ago, a friend said to me, It is too bad Aunt Jane is going to her deathbed hating her mother. I knew Jane, and I was shocked at what he was saying. I always saw her as a happily married elderly woman who attended daily Mass, 
She loved her faith and did not seem to be a person full of anger and revenge. My friend told me that when Jane was engaged nearly 50 years earlier, her mother had made a comment that she should marry someone like her sister's husband, who was an attorney. After all, Joe was just a common baker and would never be a man of wealth. This angered Jane so much that she never spoke to her mother again and eloped with Joe. And when her mother died, the sister and brother-in-law made sure that Jane did not get any of the inheritance money. This caused a rift between Jane and her sister, and the two did not speak again, even though they lived in the same city. And yet, carrying all that anger for all those years, Jane was attending daily Mass and receiving Holy Communion. I sometimes wonder, how many more graces would she have received if she had only forgiven her mother and sister and sought a reconciliation? Forgiveness is an act of the will. It is not a feeling. It does not erase the memories of what happened. But by making the effort to forgive, even if we cannot personally deliver the forgiveness to our neighbor, a slow healing process begins and deep internal wounds begin to heal. We start the long trek on the long and winding road to spiritual, psychological, and emotional good health. Because we have fallen into sin, we can understand each other's pain, and our woundedness allows us to be a vehicle and source of healing, an icon of mercy radiating love to others. Let us strive for that inner peace, for we cannot be at peace if we are angry, anxious, or discouraged. Let us open our hearts to the outpouring of Christ's rays of merciful love, for we all want to know him in a deeper way. We must forgive those who have hurt us, and even ourselves, because this act opens the door to receiving his divine mercy. It makes our stony hearts able to absorb the rays of the sun, that is, the rays of blood and water coming from his pierced heart. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the sick and the dying, please call our ministry toll-free at 1-877-380-0727 or look at our website at www.org thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back. <laughs>